Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. It's called Mal Evans, who's our roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean, our number. You want to be a part of the program? Uh, Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky, also medical doctor Rand Paul of Kentucky, has probably been the most outspoken critic as it relates to COVID. Doctor Fauci uh, identifying Fauci was lying very early on and informing the American people uh, that certain medical truths do exist. For example, about natural immunity, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I'm not trying to re-litigate all of that, but we have more and more evidence coming to light showing how deep the manipulation uh, was of our entire country as it relates to the pandemic and and COVID. Uh, we have the FBI, the uh, you know the DOE recently, you know, uh, both releasing reports stating that the COVID nineteen pandemic was due to a lab leak. We already knew the gain-of-function coronavirus research took place at the Wuhan Virology Lab. We found out very early that NIH money was funneled to the EcoHealth Alliance uh, that gave money to the Wuhan Virology Lab. In other words, your tax dollars, which is, I, I can't even fathom why American tax dollars are going to China, but they were our number one geopolitical foe. Uh, anyway, he's been asking, uh, Senator Paul's been asking for all the documents and information related to COVID-19. He sent over 25 letters to more than eight federal agencies now requesting documents related to COVID-19. He has asked three Senate Democratic Committee chairs to sign letters requesting these documents. And so far, none of, none of them are willing to do so. And with both the FBI uh, and Department of Energy now coming out in agreement that scientists believe in a possible leak from the Wuhan lab, uh, there is clearly merit to that which Dr. Paul has been telling us and anyone with common sense suspected uh, for the last couple of years. Uh, we have other news today where Fauci commissioned, edited, and approved a paper 
uh, in an attempt to disprove the lab leak uh, issue. Um, and meanwhile, we have, you know, now text messages from the NIH, Dr. Fauci, even going back as early as January of 2020. But then the ones that came out later in November of 2020, then the intercept uh, information that came out, 900 pages. Uh, and anyway, what they found is evidence that Fauci ordered, edited and gave final approval of a paper uh, about the origins of COVID-19 published February 17, 2020. Two months later, Fauci used that same publication to wave away any concerns that the virus may have come from this Wuhan virology lab. Let me take you back in time and play uh, Rand Paul clashing with Dr. Fauci uh, about the issue of natural immunity and Rand Paul accusing Dr. Fauci of not taking previous infection into account when approving vaccines. When you're trying to tell us that kids need a third or a fourth vaccine, are you including the variability or the variable of previous infection in the studies? No, you're not. Because when you have approved vaccines in recent times and the committees that have approved it for children don't report anything on hospitalization or death or transmission. They only report that if you give them the jab, they'll make antibodies. And you can give kids hundreds of jabs and they'll make antibodies every time, but that does not prove efficacy. So what you're doing is denying the very fundamental premise of immunology that previous infection does provide some sort of immunity. It's not in any of your studies. Almost none of your studies from the CDC or from the government have the variable of whether or not you've been previously infected. So let's look at adults. I've had three infections. Should I get a fourth one? If you're going to measure whether I get a fourth one, you need a a category that has a fourth one in it. And you need one that has nothing in it, no vaccine or the fourth vaccine. But you also need to know whether they've been infected. If you ignore whether they've been infected, you're ignoring a vaccine, basically. So you're ignoring a variable. So what you're giving us is this, the, you decry, and people decry vaccine hesitancy. It's coming from the gobbledygook that you give us. You're not paying attention right. to the science. The very basic science is that previous infection provides a level of immunity. If you ignore that in your studies, if you don't present that in your committees, you're not being truthful or honest with this. Uh, Senator, if I might respond, I have never, ever denied fundamental immunology. In fact, I wrote the chapter in the textbook of medicine Is it any on the, fundamental any, any of the immunology. Any of the guidelines for vaccines, you know, do any of the guidelines for vaccines from the government include previous infection as something to base your decision-making on with vaccines? Do uh, any of the guidelines involve previous infection? That's why you're ignoring previous infection, because it doesn't involve any of the guidelines. Wow. Anyway, Senator Rand Paul, Dr. Rand Paul is with us. I know that was a big lead up, but I thought it was valuable. Um, now that we're learning all that we're learning today, wh- what do you suspect really happened here? Because I sense a massive cover up um, and I suspect that they knew at the NIH, they knew at the Eco Health Alliance at the highest levels um, that, in fact, this was number one. The origins were the Wuhan Virology Lab and number two. Uh, you can't deny your arguments over uh, natural immunity. Without question, uh, Fauci orchestrated the biggest cover-up ever in modern history of science. January 31st, 2020, we're just learning that this pandemic is occurring in Wuhan. He's exchanging emails till 3 in the morning. 
every one of the emails are let's get organized let's get our let's get our stuff together let's get our story together within two or three days he has a meeting with all these virologists the most famous virologist in the government grant world they come to him and they say you know what we think the virus looks like it came out of a lab. This looks manipulated. We have not seen this in nature before. All of his best friends are telling him this. They have a meeting. Uh, by the way, I want to go back. If I recall, that's January of 2020. Am I mistaken or was it February? January 31st of 2020, they're having this meeting, and all of his colleagues are saying, we think it came from the lab. They have an in-person phone call the next day. All of them come out. And hit their assignment from Fauci is write a paper and justify this in one of the journals, and then I'll refer to that as the justification for why this couldn't have come from the lab, and it's a crazy conspiracy theory. He orchestrated the whole thing. Why? Because he was guilty, guilty of funding the Chinese totalitarian government of sending our best science to them and guilty of funding this. Not only civilian research, our government has been funding military research over there. We now know that NIH money went to UC Davis and other universities, and then they transferred that money to military researchers in China. It's called the Academy of Military Medical Sciences, AMMS. They got NIH money through universities, through U.S. universities, not for civilian research, for military research. Senator, why do I hear this from you? And um, uh, uh, my mind is racing and spinning. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is China not our number one geopolitical foe? Uh, did President Xi not yesterday uh, take direct aim and attack the United States of America, blaming Washington uh, for pretty much everything wrong in the world? Uh, China warning that war with America is possible if the United States doesn't uh, give in to his demands, part of which clearly would be reunification with Taiwan, which we both know means taking over Taiwan. So you would think our Defense Department would be defending against a potential act from an adversary like China. Instead, China's busy applying for defense money, our defense money. We have a group called DARPA. Defense Advanced Research Project. We have another one called DRTA, Defense Reduction Threat Association. I've been asking them, did you give any money to EcoHealth Alliance? They won't answer me. In fact, we have email traffic going back and forth to them saying, well, it's just one senator. Let's ignore him. Let's ignore him until they get a Democrat on board. So I've asked three Democrats. I'm asking a fourth Democrat today, the head of the armed services. I'm going to ask him to sign a letter to have this revealed to us. What we do know is a whistleblower at DARPA, this Defense Advanced Research Project, they released to the public that in 2018, the Wuhan lab wanted to get U.S. defense money to put a furin cleavage site into coronavirus. What's a furin cleavage site? It's the infectious part. It's what makes and enables the virus to invade a human cell. has not been seen in nature before. But Wuhan was asking for money from our defense agencies to put one in there. And fortunately, this time they turned it down. But the next question is, how many times has Wuhan asked uh, DARPA for money? How many times have they asked DRTA, another defense agency, for money? Did well, there's one other thing you've got to add to that. This is the same Fauci in 2012 that supported gain-of-function research, even if it resulted in a worldwide pandemic. Am I right about that? 
His entire career, he has supported it and said the knowledge is worth it, even if a pandemic should occur. Even if a scientist would be bitten by an animal and spread the pandemic to a city, it would be worth the knowledge. He will go down in history as having made the most dangerous, most foolish decision ever made in our country, and that is to share our, our dearest technology, our most risky and dangerous technology. The woman in Wuhan, Dr. Xi, the Batwoman, she could have never done these experiments except for we sent her mice that had human lungs. So they've, they've discovered how to make mice and to change their lungs so they appear uh, immunologically as human. And through these mice models, you can send a virus over and over and over again until it adapts to infect human mice. And lo and behold, you take a virus that didn't infect humans and you create a virus that infects this is the crazy research that's going on. It's going on in 12 different places in the United States. And then we're sending money to a country that has no freedom of speech and imprisons people who one of their leading scientists mysteriously died in 2020. The guy who invented the Chinese vaccine, he was gone. He invented it and patented it in February 2020. In April, he's gone. He's dead, mysteriously gone two months after he patented the vaccine. So this is the kind of country you shouldn't be sharing your most uh, closely kept secrets, your most closely kept scientific knowledge. We should not be giving this away to China. All right, quick break. We'll come right back. We'll continue more with Senator Rand Paul on the other side. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program as we continue. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on road. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. 
and McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to Season 2 of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favourite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, What? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We continue now with Senator and medical doctor Rand Paul from the great state of Kentucky. I feel like I'm the only one that keeps pointing out there was a travel ban before Donald Trump's early travel ban, and that was within China. If you were in Wuhan province, you were forbidden from traveling to any other part of China. If you were in any other part of China, you were forbidden uh, to fly to Wuhan province. But if you were in Wuhan, you had full permission to travel around the world. Uh, and and that, that's what makes this even more sinister. But I want to go back to the House Select Subcommittee on the Pandemic and the Origins of COVID and what was published by Dr. Fauci, because what we're learning here, I think, is very deep and very profound and goes to the heart of, of an allegation you made early on. And that is that, in fact, he knew way more than he was telling us. And and that is, you know, this this document that we're talking about uh, that he edited and wrote from. 
uh, isn't that proof positive that, in fact, he knew a lot more than he was telling us and what he was putting out publicly uh, is now contradicted by every bit of evidence we have? So January 1st of 2020, Fauci's exchanging emails with all these virologists all night long till 3 in the morning. The next morning, they're up early and they're started again. Within two days, they have a meeting. It's, uh, you know, a, a video meeting. They're all on this phone call. There's like 10 or 12 of them. And from the minutes of that, from people's recollections, we have that basically Fauci is commissioning the, the writing of this paper. He gets these four scientists to write it. But then there are copies of it that go back and forth to Dr. Fauci before its publication. So we also have other evidence that Dr. Fauci and others, Dr. Collins, have gotten involved with trying to suppress information as well. There was a Jesse Bloom, a scientist from uh, Washington, who had written a paper, and out of courtesy he sent it to Fauci and, and Collins, and he scheduled a conversation with them before it came to be printed. And in that conversation, this has been written up by Vanity Fair, in this conversation they, there are comments that, well, maybe we could edit your paper before it's published because some of this might not make the Chinese happy. And some of this looks like you're being accusatory. And I've talked with this scientist and read his stuff. None of his stuff is political and none of it's accusatory. I don't think he accused anybody of anything. But he discovered eight viruses that had been taken off the NIH website that were from Wuhan. So Wuhan took them down. The NIH just let it take them down. Well, he discovered a way to, to figure out what these viruses were, and they were coronaviruses. And it's, a, it's an amazing research project. It's an amazing paper. And yet Fauci and Collins and others were trying to edit that in advance and discourage him from public, 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 publicly uh, putting out the paper. Uh, great work, Dr. Rand Paul. You were right the whole time. I have a funny feeling now this is about to hit uh, ahead here, and I think Dr. Fauci has a lot of explaining to do uh, down the road, and I hope it's sooner than later, uh, especially with the House Committee, with the Republicans in charge in the House. I would expect that, expect that's going to happen. Uh, Dr. Rand Paul, Senator Rand Paul, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. 800-941-SHAWN if you want to be a part of the program. Listen, I love my friends at Henry Repeating Arms. If you are in the market for a new firearm, you cannot do better than one made by our friends at Henry Repeating Arms. Now, if you're looking for something light, easy to transport, you've got to check out their new U.S. Survival Rifle. I got mine last week. You can take it apart, put it back together in seconds when you need to. Now, the parts fit right into its stock, so it's very simple and easy to stow in your car, your truck. It's very compact. You can carry it anywhere and everywhere, only three and a half pounds and only 16 inches when it's disassembled. It comes in three types of camo and also in black if you prefer. Uh, it's affordable. You can pick one up between 250 and $400, depending on the finish. Uh, I'm planning on trying it at mine out this weekend. And like all Henry Firearms, it's made in the U.S. or it's not made at all. And it's backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee. If you want to see a video on this new U.S. survival rifle, you can go to HenryUSA.com slash survival. And when you're there, make sure you get your free catalog, free decals, uh, and a list of dealers where you are. There are over 200 models you can choose from. And frankly, you can't go wrong with any one of them. That's HenryUSA.com. One word, HenryUSA.com. Get your free catalog, get your free decals, and a list of dealers where you live. Continuing to build the foundation for conservative victory. Victory. Now, back to the Sean Hannity Show. 
right, 25 now to the top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, hey, I want to remind you about the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Remember, their promise is to do good and never forget the sacrifices that America's heroes have made for us. And that means heroes like our friend, uh, U.S. Air Force Senior Master Sergeant Israel Del Toro Jr. Now, he had made a promise to his father that he would take care of his family. And his son said that he would not grow up without a father. Now, when his Humvee exploded in Afghanistan, he suffered the most severe burns on more than 80% of his body. He only had a 15% chance of survival. Del Toro, though, focused on the promises that he had made. And he later became the first fully disabled airman ever permitted to re-enlist and a gold medal winner, by the way, at the Invictus Games. Now he shares his story to help others. And thanks to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation and your generosity, well, Del Toro received a mortgage-free smart home. And that home has a myriad of smart features to help him live his life more independently. So please join us, everybody here on Team Hannity, uh, to help heroes like Del Toro when they need it most. They're asking that all of us commit to 11 bucks a month. Go to their website at the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org, the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, our busy phones here. Joe is in Long Island, New York. Joe, hi, how are you? Glad you called. Oh, sir, Sean, wonderful man you are. Uh, I just want to tell you something. Um, born in Harlem in 52, grew up with blacks, whites, Swedes, Irish, Germans, Italians. And we all want to know one thing. Can you help us with this? When we go to vote for a president, senator, congressman, mayor, governor, we go and we vote. And there's an outcome to that. We didn't vote in the mail in, the not on voting day, two weeks later voting, ballot harvesting. Who's voting that in that we have to succumb to and, and have to be participant in? I mean, there's there's a group of people. What is it? American Idol? Who the three? <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but you're asking a pretty deep and profound question, and I have a very short answer for you. If you want a long one, I'll give you a long one. Uh, the short answer is that would be the states that decide, state legislatures and governors. They're against. The, they're anti-Americans. Well, they come up with rules, and they think this is more inclusive. I tend, I have a very strong disagreement with it, and and I've gone through this often. I think we should have voting as a national holiday. Election day is a national holiday. I think you make exceptions for people sick and firmed, uh, our military, people that may be out traveling for uh, their job and they can't get back and vote. They should have a right to vote and apply for an absentee ballot. I believe we need signature verification. We need voter ID, chain of custody controls, updated voter rolls, uh, and then I would make Election Day a national holiday, have partisan observers watch all of the voting in every precinct all day long. When the polls close, then partisan observers watch up close all of the vote counting uh, until they're finished and they can hopefully declare a winner. OK, but let me ask you something. When did this serve? That's not that's not the system that we have. That's the one I wish we have. In the meantime, if you want to change the system. Uh, you've got to win elections to make that happen. Did Obama, Bush, Clinton have this enter? This did not come in with Trump. Uh, did it come in with Trump just because they want to get him out? Because it's, I don't been, a, it's been a slow, steady movement 
that we that a lot of people were not paying attention to are uh, early voting, mail in voting, drop box voting, all of this. You know, we're now very familiar with it. And that's why I am urgently uh, trying to get Republicans to wake up and understand that their reluctance and resistance to mail in balloting, their reluctance and their resistance uh, to early voting has got to stop. And that. Republicans, there are most states have some form, 25 in particular, of ballot harvesting laws that make it legal. And Democrats focus on ballot harvesting. They don't focus on ideas. They don't focus on going to fairs and meeting people, shaking hands, kissing babies, taking selfies and doing town halls or, or media avails. They spend their time ballot harvesting and running negative ads. It's that's that's that unfortunately is what they're doing successfully. Yeah, it, it showed up just around Trump's time, though. You notice this. It didn't show up with Obama. Well, certainly in 2020, there's no doubt. I mean, so many states have laws that say partisan observers get to watch the vote count. OK, we're in the middle of a pandemic, but they did not make accommodations for partisan observers to observe the vote count. You can't watch a vote counting. From a hundred feet away, six feet away, or or a thousand feet away, you just can't. You know, I like to hear from some Dems and Libs call your show, Sean, and explain to us just how great things are going for them. Well, but it's forget about them. I I like to focus on the things that we can control, and what I'm urging people to do, and Republicans to do in every state, is they've got to match. The legal efforts, I would never encourage anyone to do anything illegal. The legal ballot harvesting uh, policies that their states have adopted. And then when they win back state legislatures and they win back governorships, they can change the law uh, and, and make it same day balloting, same day voting, election day as a holiday. And, and I think there's, I believe there's a lot more integrity in that system. Uh, all right, let's go to Mark is in Michigan. Hey, Mark, how are you? Glad you called. Thank you for taking my call, Sean. I want to make sure that everybody understands I'm a Trump supporter in every possible way. He is going to win the reelection, and he can make a difference. He can get us out of this catastrophic mess. He's a businessman first, a successful businessman, a billionaire businessman, which is a difficult thing to become these days. There's a lot of detail involved with that. Anybody can stand up and say, I want to be a politician, but it, you have to be successful, like the art of the deal. How many hundreds of deals did he make? A lot. He got a lot done in the four years he was there. He got more done than we actually noticed. But he did put the country back on a right track. We were- I think he did a great job as president. I think he had a great foreign policy. Uh, he made us energy independent. He followed through on his promise to build the wall. Uh, the economy, we were setting record low after record low unemployment for every demographic in America. Uh, the pandemic hit. That was a game changer. Uh, But even with the pandemic, overall, you know, not knowing much, especially the first year, I think he did the best that he could do with the knowledge that he had at the time. And and he went to the free marketplace and said, guys, this is what you do. We need your help. And Operation Warp Speed came into effect. And, you know, we there's still a lot of unanswered questions, but um, I think he did a great job. I think I do believe that world leaders in a, in a good way, feared him. I don't think they feared Joe Biden. Uh, I think that Joe Biden doesn't have a clue about the economy. I think his reckless spending is, is going to impact 
you know, our kids and grandkids their entire lives. I don't even think he knows that today's Tuesday. So, you know, this is where we are. Unfortunately, elections have consequences. Yeah, he's pushing us to the edge of the cliff. Now, we can be saved or we can go into the abyss. Donald Trump can bring us back and put us back on the right track. Once he's elected president in 2024, which he will be, I'd like to see him make one law change if possible. Give a president the option of a third term. If he thinks you can run and win, that's great. Good for him. But I think that's important to the country, too. I think two, I actually think two terms is fine. I do. Um, and look, the president is leading in the polls right now. Uh, we don't know how many other people will be getting in the race. I suspect a number of new people will get in. And it's uh, I, uh, I if you count Donald Trump out, you do to your own peril. Um, uh, one thing I'm glad about Republicans and conservatives, we, we have a really strong bench. We have great people that that probably many of whom will one day be president. I can see all that happening. So, you know, the process is going to work itself out. And look, you know, people always say, well, you guys on radio and TV have all the power. No, we don't. The people have the power. I, I like you, have only one vote here. The best thing that I think I can offer you, my audience, is access to the candidates so you can really deeply know and understand where they are on the positions that matter most to the country and then make the decision. That's going to be in the hands of the American people at the end of the day. Yeah, CPAC had it. The writing's on the wall. He got 63%. The nearest one was 19 or 20%. Listen, there's going to be a lot that happens. By this time next year, we will be preparing for Super Tuesday. We will already have had the Iowa caucuses, New Hampshire primary, South Carolina primaries. I am. T it's, it's, I cannot tell you with any degree of certainty today how any of this is going to play out. I can tell you that it is critical that we win the next presidential election. That I can tell you. Anyway, good call, my friend. Glad you're out there. Uh, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Hey, listen, repeat after me. I am not stuck with these old blinds. Our friends at blinds.com want to give you a brand new view and with brand new window treatments. And right now at blinds.com, remember, no store beats their prices. You save up to 40% off site-wide on premium custom window treatments. Now, upgrading your window coverings, it's a minor project, but it has a major impact on any room in your home or every room in your home. And blinds.com, they make it so, so simple, so easy, so affordable, more than you think. And if you need help choosing, you can set up a free call with one of Blinds.com's expert designers. They can help you make the best selection. They'll show you their trendy woven wood and classic shutters and, and so much more. Now, there's a reason why Blinds.com has over 40,000 five-star reviews. And by the way, they're the number one retailer, online retailer of custom window coverings for a reason. They're that good. Anyway, simple, easy, no guesswork, no hassle. No multiple trips to the store. Plus, you can rest easy knowing that with Blinds.com, they have their professional installation services. If you want them, 100% satisfaction guarantee. Just go to Blinds.com right now. Shop now. Save 40% off site-wide. Tell them your friend Sean Hannity sent you. All right, quick break. Right back to our phones. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. As we continue, we have a great Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on Fox. As we continue. Next, our final roundup and information overload hour. 
right, let's get back to our busy phones. Ryan in Michigan. What's up, Ryan? How are you? Thank you for taking my call. It's an honor. Um, you got to forgive my skepticism. Okay. With what happened, the shen- all the shenanigans that happened in November of 2020, what makes Mr. Tr- President Trump, excuse me, think that he can overcome the same thing if they did it once? Well, I interviewed the president on the program yesterday. I don't know if you heard the interview. Um, and I call. Okay. I did ask him. Um, because the president himself had been in the past resistant towards early voting and and voting by mail. Uh, but he now is saying, no, Republicans have got to adopt it. It's not the system he likes. It's not the one I like, but they've got to adopt it. And what the Democrats are doing with legal ballot harvesting in these states, Republicans better match those efforts and frankly surpass those efforts. And that will help them win elections. You can't start. Uh, election day down by a million votes and expect that you you have very high odds of, of making up that type of difference you know people what if you have bad weather on election day that that tends to keep people away from the the polling places so i think republicans have got to embrace early voting voting by mail and i think every especially every swing state needs to adopt what the democrats are doing with ballot harvesting and do it themselves and do it better. Uh, I, there was more than ballot harvesting going on in November of 2020, in my opinion. Well, listen, I, they, they didn't follow the laws that partisan observers could watch the vote count. That's for sure. Start there. Uh, the Pennsylvania Constitution has very specific examples, the very limited examples of how people are legally allowed to vote by uh, mail and not vote in person. And the legislature, instead of going through the process of a constitutional amendment, they just passed legislation. That, to me, was unconstitutional. No court wanted to take it up. You know, the read the 3-4 the decision, uh, the dissent written by the chief justice in Wisconsin, uh, excoriating the other four justices, saying that if, if you don't follow the law, this is going to keep happening again and again and again. Nobody wanted to hear from people that signed affidavit after affidavit under the penalty of perjury about irregularities that they saw. Those were the things I talked about extensively daily on this program. Uh, Linda, how often did I mention every single thing here? Well, ad nauseum. We talked about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, if I, now there were people that had different points of view, what they thought were happening. I talked about the things that I I knew well that I believe went wrong. And I think every one of these items can be fixed. And they're not going to have the luxury, I don't think, I would assume not, I pray not, uh, of not allowing and enforcing the law that allows partisan observers to observe up close. Uh, I think, think if I may, what the caller is saying, and I think what a lot of us feel is, you made a lot of great points. There were a lot of things that you said that mattered. But the larger problem was we weren't allowed to talk about it. Like they just shut us out. They called us election deniers. Nobody was a bigger election denier than Stacey Abrams, Kamala Harris, Hakeem Jeffries, Hillary Clinton. Jamie Raskin, the list goes on. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that's, well, I think I, that's the frustration. I think that's a, my I think, frustration. I think part of it was because of COVID. And I think that the pandemic allowed people to take liberties that they should not have been allowed to take. And even with a pandemic, they should have made accommodations that would have 
ensured that the law was followed to the T. That did not happen. Partisan observers, we have we have videotaped. You know, a thousand feet back, you can't observe counting a thousand feet back. Um, that's just one example. But I don't think they'll get away with that next time. Um, you know, it's 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 going to be up to the American people. Look, I'm going to tell you one other thing that you're not going to want to hear, but I'll tell it to you anyway. Is it is unfortunate, but there are way too many of our fellow Americans that buy into this new Green Deal, climate alarmist cultism, redistributionism, socialism at a level that is that to me was unimaginable years ago when I started my career. You know, moder- you know, old Democrats don't exist anymore. They are a new radical breed of, of socialist climate alarmist cultist that run the, and and cling to power in the democratic party that is pretty much the whole party there's no more there's no such thing that i see as a moderate democrat anymore i don't see it so you know republicans are going to have to fight harder and smarter if they want to win you have to play within the rules as they are not as you wish they are wish they would be and then when you win elections, you know, you can put more integrity measures in place. You can change the paper ballots. You can have only same day voting with the exceptions that I mentioned. But that you have to win an election before you can do any of that. Uh, anyway, 800-941-SEAN, our number will continue. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.